questions. We got the answers. You got the questions. We got the answers. You this is Q&A on all that shit. From kids to relationships. To Jesus and politics. We're going to talk about all that shit. I'm Kiana Malone, founder of Kiana Speaks, Dear Black Girl, and One Step Up Incorporated. And I'm Anthony Stinson, owner of Glam Beauty Bar and Spa, Crown Skincare, and Manifesting Life. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk about parenting. Not just any kind of parenting, but raising boys to become men. Are y'all ready to talk about all that shit? Kiana, go Kiana, Antonise, Antonise. Go Kiana, go Kiana, Antonise, Antonise. Q&A, we own all that Q&A, we own all that. So as Kiana said, we're not going to talk about any kind of parenting tonight. We're going to talk about raising boys to men. Kiana and I both have grown children. I have two sons who are now ages 18 and 21. And I have one 20-year-old that's enough for five kids. (laughs) So we have raised these kids, of course, from the time they were newborn babies until now. And I got to say that raising a grown man is a different kind of parenting. What do you think, Kiana? Um, at first I thought it was easy, but definitely, definitely found out that that was not true. It was harder than what I expected. Yeah, I think that, I think that people don't prepare you to have grown children. Like, because when they're small kids, they listen to what you say. Well, they kind of listen. But once they are of a certain age and they feel like they're grown, it's like they're still your kids, but now they don't listen no more. Yeah, kind of like I think I'm grown by the time I'm 17 and a half, point five. Um, I don't even look at myself as a mother anymore. I look at myself as an advisor. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. I thought you were going to say a friend, but I guess like an advisor. Because you basically at this point... I mean, they do still, well, both of our kids still live under our roof. So we are still kind of, you know, we're taking care of them from a sense because they're not paying a house full of bills. So they're being taken care of. And I don't think that, I think they miss that part when they feel like they're grown. They forget that somebody's still taking care of them. Um, I actually have a son that lives under his own roof okay. and mine. Um, Wait, under your, his own roof and yours? Yeah, he won't go home. <laughs> He won't go home. She wants him to go home and he won't go home. Well, both of mine, mine don't have anywhere else to go. So they are under my roof. And for right now, I'm okay with that. I think I see a lot of um, people when their kids get grown, you know, they kind of push them out on their own and different things like that. Like I knew from like kindergarten that college was not going to be the plan for my kids. So I knew we had to come up with something else. Um, they work. My 18 year old is still actually in high school, but he's getting ready to graduate. So that's going to be a whole nother bridge to cross. And my 20-year-old actually took the college route. Um, He went away to Iowa. You know, we sent him up there to a PWI. Didn't like that. Came back down to um, Tallahassee to try out, you know, HBCU. Didn't like that either. So when I say he has his own place, yeah, he does have his own apartment. But college just wasn't for him. Um, I think he was afraid to tell me that, hey, mom, school really isn't my thing. But I've known also that I didn't want to push college down his throat. I just at least wanted him to try it. And that's a good thing. I think at least he tried it out and he saw that it wasn't for him instead of just saying it wasn't for him and never not knowing. Because I think that's one of the mistakes I made. Like, I just didn't go to college and now I kind of regret it. And I'm kind of like, 
I'm not too old to go to college, but yeah. Since you're too old to go to college. <laughs> I'm not too old. You ain't never too old. I'm a spring chicken out here. Like, I can go to college if I want to. But y'all, I mean, like, I wish I would have tried it out. At least giving it a chance. But like I said, I knew from child kindergarten that my kids wasn't, they wasn't going that just, mm-mm, they barely made it up out those grades that they had to go to. So I knew college wasn't going to be their thing. And I should have known too, but you know, as parents, we want to just Push our kids to try, but, but at least you, I mean, he gave it a chance. Like, what I mean, he gave if that was something that he wanted to do, I think it was good that he gave it a chance. He did, yeah. I, and I, I got so used to him not being there. Oh, god, and I was happy at home. You, alone. you, you don't sound happy right and now, now, sis. Now he's back tearing up my refrigerator, you know, turning up my light bill, Ooh. like everything is back to Ooh. normal, but again, um. I can kind of feel what you said earlier about giving our kids the opportunity to leave home prepared. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really, you know, making jokes right now. But if he doesn't leave home until he's 25, then that's fine as long as he's, he leaves home prepared. And, and I think that's the thing that a lot of people like push their kid. When you get 18, you got to leave, you got to leave, you got to leave. For me, my kids don't ever have to leave. Like, I don't mean that literally, but I'm never going to make them leave. Like, I want to make sure that when they leave, they have money, they have savings, they have all these things that I think that other people kind of prepare their kids to have that we don't. So we push our kids out there and they get a bunch of bills and now they're in debt and all that stuff. And like, it's like, okay, either they go to college and they're in debt or you push them out to go get rent and all these bills and credit cards and car notes and all that and now they're in debt. So I don't want my kids to have any one of those experiences. I want them to go out on the good foot. Absolutely. And I think it was from a lot of my experiences. I wasn't necessarily pushed out, but I kind of heard a long time ago before I even got 18 that when I got grown and thought it's I was grown that I needed to be go. on my own. It's Although time to we go. live in a different de- generation where, you know, we was kind of working since we was 14, yeah. 15 years old. So being able to leave um, actually wasn't even a big thing for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are raising a new generation of children and you know everything is pretty quick for them yeah but they are totally different from the kind of kids that we are like they are totally different some of the stuff that they do some of the places they go some of the things that they're involved in like even the the fact of like the things that they want to try and even like this whole entrepreneurship thing like a lot of kids are graduating from high school they're either already entrepreneurs or they want to be entrepreneurs and like i don't even think that was like an option when we were younger no do you remember yeah, anybody? You know, yeah. had to get a job. My first job was at 14 as a cashier at Winn-Dixie making a home. Girl, my first job was a girl. And $100, I'm going to get my nails done? Baby, Gary? Right. Rainbow had just opened up. Oh, my God. Up. And before I got home, baby, them whole, I probably had $200 left on my check. I'm talking about check burnt a hole in your pocket. First job, Wendy's, I was making $4.25. I was getting paid every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. That was the best job ever. 85 and 115 just depending on if you got a couple of more hours. And it was like, that was everything. That we were living a life. $115, my cheapest bill. Is <laughs> you can't do nothing with $115. Now, and it's so crazy how we was living a life. And we complained about it. And we wanted to be grown so bad. Take and if I could back. take me back to take my $115 a week. Take oh. me back to my $115 a week. Um, That was 20 years ago. Oh, that was a long time. You just made me feel really old. Not that old. But when you put, but when you said it was 20 old. years ago, it actually was 25 for me. Oh, 
okay. It was 25. It was 20 for me. It was 25. Oh, no, actually, that was about 23. It was, 20, it was Yeah, it's over 20. Right. See how them numbers just keep adding up? Right. See how they just keep going up? See how they just keep going up? Okay, you ain't awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think that the kids these days are very much, they are different. Um, and you have to take different routes with them than what was taken with us. I think that's the biggest thing, like taking different routes. But I think people have to be, um, you don't you have to be, do what's best for their kids. I think that's what we mess up at a lot because we see other people doing stuff with their kids or we see things happening for other people's kids. And I think that sometimes we try to do a parent the way that we see other people parent. So what are, what are three things that if you had to tell people three things that um, you learn as a parent, what do you think your three things would be? Um, I think my most important thing was listening to my child. Okay. Actually listening to him, understanding what he liked, understanding what he didn't like, understanding what works for him and what didn't. Ooh, that's it, that girl, that is important. Um, I learned that. I also learned that it takes much prayer. Ooh. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> much prayer. Say it again, say it again, say it again. Much prayer. Much prayer, you guys. Much, much prayer. And I also, um, the last thing I learned was... To make sure that I'm carrying myself in such a manner that even if he doesn't say or I don't say what I expect, he sees. Okay. So that would be the third and final thing. To just make sure that I'm I'm the best me, which I have, haven't always been. Mm. And that's going to be an episode that y'all don't want to miss. Right. But back on to the subject, um, those would be my three things. What about you? I think three things that I learned was let them be their own person. Mm-hmm. Um, let them be their own person. Like I have two sons and they're fairly close to age. They're only like two years apart. So I think I expected the same things out of both of them. So I pushed the same things on both of them. And I think that I had to realize that not only that they're not like anybody else, they're not like their brother. So one is day and one is night. So I have to let them be who they are. I think that was one of the main things for me. Um, for the second thing I would say, um, I don't own them. They don't belong to me. Mm-hmm. I think that was a hard thing for me to kind of when they started becoming these men and I still want to kind of control their lives and tell them what they're supposed to do. And it's like my therapist when they said, you know, they are their own people, right? Like you don't own them. All you can do is kind of like tell them, give them advice. The and when advisor. you said the word advisor, yeah, advisor. you're their advisor. You give them advice. You tell them what's best. You show them what's best. But at the end of the day, they're going to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. They're going to make their own decisions. And I think another one for me, um, like your third one, I'm, I think that for them to be the, the best version of themselves, I have to be the best version of myself. Right. Like I have to really be, I have to go to therapy and I have to work on a lot of things that happened to me when I was a child and that kind of thing to help them be. And even at the age that they are now, I still can show them a good example of what an adult is. Like their childhood is gone, but I still can show them what a happy, healthy adult looks like. Say the T word again. What? What was the T word? Therapy. Oh yeah. Oh, therapy. We're going to talk about it. Oh girl, we're going to talk about that a lot because... Y'all, I don't even want to, girl, we're going to talk about that a lot. But I do want to also touch on, like, I hear a lot of people say that women can't raise a man. Women can't raise a man. Women can't raise a man. Um, As for myself, like, I was a single mom majority of the time I was raising these kids. Why are you laughing? Because I was a majority the whole time. She she was a single mom the whole time. She was a single mom. (laughs) 
and, like, and let's, not, let's not put too much emphasis on single mom because I think that single mom words get misconstrued and I hate it so much at times. Me too, me but too. The fact of the matter is, we were we single were single moms, moms. Yeah. and I think that we both did an excellent job, right, wrong, or indifferent. We did what we knew how, and we did the best at that to raise these boys into men. And I think one thing that we both can agree on that we didn't mention was. It's okay to get it wrong. Oh, like there's no manual Ooh. that comes with. Cause who said you're wrong? Right? Who even said that? There's a blue. Like who created the blueprint of parenting? It's there a different that, thing. Ooh, it looks girl. different for everybody. And it's just crazy how so many people tell you how you should parent your kids, how you should do this. Yeah. I remember I had a friend tell me I shouldn't raise my voice or holler at my kid. Maybe that's all he understands. When I talk soft <laughs> and I talk low. That's what they you need. Know, and you got to put, you put that on them. them. Right. And it's because sometimes you got to give them a little shit. You know, you, you know get pick that shit up. You got to put a little something on that. For them to feel like, oh, she really, because if oh, you don't, hey, can you go pick that up for me? They don't understand no, it. They don't understand. They don't understand that they look at you like you're crazy. They don't move. Hey, can you come here? We bring your ass here. You know, right. they, they put, you put them teeth together. If you don't. Girl, sometimes, you, girl, you got to put them teeth together. Yeah, you gotta, you, and you got to slow it down. And say it, and say it in pieces so they really, really if can feel each word. How you right. tell them? How you say it? If you don't. See how she's breaking them words down. You got to give them one word at a time. Show. Ooh. By the time choke, not they your they word, choke. So when it's you cut the words done. off, they know it's you're serious. Done. It's already done. And sometimes you need that. And anyway, like what works? Some that hey hey come here. That might work for somebody's child, but we that ain't work for mine. You know? No. Oh no, man. What I didn't understand was that ain't what worked for me. No. And so my child was a product of me. And Correct. so sometimes I have to digress because the attitude you're giving me or, or whatever you're giving, I earned it. Correct. I earned it. Correct. So a lot of times. I'm calling my mama like, girl. And the first thing she, she said, like, oh, that's how you want to say, baby. That ain't what I ask you. Right that's right. I'm calling right. you to tell you about my problem. Don't turn this on me. This ain't got nothing to do with me right now. But I do, I can say a lot of stuff that my mama told me when I was younger and a lot of stuff that she used to say to me, like I can see it. And I'm like, dang, my mama said that. She said that. She, it's, it's a lot of things that I did not understand. And I'm like, oh, she just talking. She don't know what she's talking about. And now that my kids are of age to where they feel like they grown, I really can a lot of that stuff my mama told me is slapping me in the face. In the face. Ain't it funny how we think they don't know anything and now our kids the same way? They, they treat us the same way like we don't know nothing. Like I was here before you. You thought I just had you and then... Life went bad. Yeah. They feel like you don't know a thing. They feel like you don't have a you ain't have a life before them. They feel like you didn't try that stuff you tried. I mean they just feel like you just you just out of it. And it, honestly, like we ain't that old. We're not. I've been out here before, y'all. And I don't know why these kids don't understand that. And I tell my son that all the time, boy, we grew up together. <laughs> like I don't know who you think you playing with. We grew up together, so I the same game you playing. I ain't even played this that long ago. I'm just it was just a few days it ago. Days it was just a few days ago, right before you played it. I played it right the week before that, and I don't think that they get that. But I think that people have to do what's best for them when you're parenting your kids, whether it's a boy, girl, whatever. Every child is different, so different parenting styles work for different people. Um, and I think that goes for, and I think you have to try different things when you are a single mama. I don't like the single mom side either, but when you are a single parent versus a two parent household, I think that different things are gonna fly and different things have to be applied. Right, I do agree. Yeah, I think that that's, that's one of the things that everybody has to figure out what works for them. 
So we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode of Q&A Talks. We really, really appreciate y'all for tuning in, and we would love to hear from y'all. So email us your questions. This is Q&A Talks about all that shit, right? So we need to know what all that shit is. Right, right. Um, you can email us at <laughs> qatalksish at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at qatalks underscore podcast. And you can follow me personally um, at I am underscore Kiana Speaks or, well, and Dear Black Girl <laughs> underscore one. Follow both of them. Both of them. And you can follow me on Instagram at Antonise, that's A-N-T-I-N-E-S-E underscore the skin god. And also follow my business page at Glam Beauty Bar underscore spa. Also, Please make sure you subscribe to Q&A on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you're, on, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you rate and review the show. And please don't forget to tell a friend about us, okay? We'll see y'all here next week on Q&A Talks About All, all That Shit. shit. We on all that shit.